get the Pinot ready, because it's turd time. Life isn't all reality TV, but it should be. Everyone calls me Odie, like the dog on Garfield. The only difference is, I actually talk, and I'm not quite as stupid. Welcome to Bravo and Beer. Uh, I got this hard frescas at the dollar store, and I'm starting the show with this because I finished up our last show with it. So, yeah, it's delicious. Well, you, buy, you buy all your alcohol at the dollar store now. No, I, you know, it's funny. I went I went back. To, actually, last week I was drinking my cast. I know. The dollar that's store. why I'm saying that. And, of course, I'm out of costs or cast. Of course, now when Jahoon comes back, I Jahooned myself by not having the Korean beer. I, I was expecting to welcome him just, back. With he didn't beer. just come back. He made himself an all-time legend. My oh, God. yeah, he did. Mm. He came back and cleaned all of our palates and much more. So what should we start with? Uh, probably, probably with Jahoon. With Jahoon? You don't want to wrap up the low deck first? <laughs> I don't know. We're talking about, we're talking about anal, anuses, whatever. Clean well, anuses. I mean, we, anal, we talked about anal on our other podcast. Anal? Let's get up in that, uh, which you can also <laughs> listen to. That one's not for the kids, though. Um, <laughs> Odie's not on that. That's just me and Rico looking at pictures. We, it's not even really talk. <laughs> we just look at pictures of girls uh doing stuff on the internet and, and uh we just go hey get up in that and that's the entire podcast i've listened See, to that, it that it's, drops uh, on fridays Odie. in case you haven't subscribed yet <laughs> yes yeah, well the problem is you guys are competing with my other podcast and blowing it out of the water i've seen your download numbers you're doing very well Oh, crushing it crushing it I actually it's time for anything else no, I mean, really. And, but you know, unlike this show, which sometimes the research is tedious, um, the research for Get Up In That is never tedious. It's actually <laughs> like a great name for a podcast. So. <laughs> it really is. Well, sounds like uh, canceling a, Bravo a and Beer off starting of Real Housewives of the Potomac or something. <laughs> yeah, Get Up In This. Yeah. By the way, uh, we have listeners asking, what, what, if we're, okay, so below What does Sandy end. want to know? No, it's not Sandy. It is our, our buddy Maurice. Captain Sandy? He wants to know what, what we're going to pivot to because Below Deck's going to be over like next week. Do we want to dive again into the Real Housewives no. of Salt Lake and see? Because it, it looks no. insane. I think the next Below Deck starts right after, doesn't it? It there does. Might like, there might be a week or two with nothing, but it's pretty quick. Well, we could diversify. I mean, there's a show called Southern Charm, which is uh, kind of interesting. Less interesting now that the guy that was a, I think it was a mayor or a senator got arrested for trafficking a massive amount of cocaine, went to jail. That sounds more interesting. What are you talking oh, about? No, I'm just saying the show's less interesting now that he's gone. It breaks no. my heart. And uh, he is on the show, banging young chicks, raising uh, ladies, getting high on blow, just being a, a psychopath. And now that he's gone, our lives are darker for it. We could always just do one show. How about that? We could. Eh, but what if it's a but it's a boring show? We could do some more banter, up the banter, and uh, just do one show. The banter quota. Yeah, yeah. I think my uh, housewives experience is soured. You can watch the first week or two and see if it's really fucking good, but I I don't believe it. It's going to be All so right. contrived. Fucking Salt let's, Lake City, come on. Let's see. I don't know. Those Mormons are crazy, man. You see, and you tell us. I'll Salt Lake. C-T. The it. Mormons aren't like an enterti- entertaining kind of crazy, though. They're a very well, Why are there all those polygamy crazy? shows? I don't know if any of them are polygamists. Well, that's the what thing. Is- like, the, the crazy stuff, they don't let that stuff out. They keep it all secretive. You don't get to <laughs> they see They keep it. that locked in the basement, wearing the same blue flowered dresses. Gross. All right. Well, we'll see how it rolls out. We'll figure it out as it goes along. Um... All right, well, you guys pick. I don't care what we start with. Let's, well, we're, we're jahooning. It's a long, uh, we could save Bravo, or we could say below deck med for later. So, yeah, let's get into it, man. Let's, excuse me. Let's, so I'll give, I, let's give Rico the honors here since he's, he's the jahoon well, number one fan. I appreciate a man with no money that can only take care of one thing in his life, and he picks that thing to be his asshole. That man <laughs> pampers his fucking asshole his like no one else in the world does. 
Well, he's like, I there's like no how, bidet. Yeah. <laughs> well, the best part is just the quote. He's like, I have, uh, what does he say? My anal is getting dirty. You have dirty anal. And she's like, I don't have a drink. He's like, yes, you wipe with paper towels. Dirty anal. Like, oh, uh, Did he yeah, literally dude. mean paper towel or is that just what he calls toilet paper? I think that's just I what he calls I can see it be either paper. way, honestly. I can see. Uh, well, Devin is a little white trashy. Maybe that's yeah. all she's got. Newspaper. Old LFL magazine. Case. She's washing a freaking rug in the bathtub for Pete's sake. I don't think that was her choice, though. That was Jahoon. No, she, no, she, no she wanted to get a new rug, and Jahoon's like, we don't have money. But then he <laughs> wants to spend $600 on a bidet. Well, that's the is, funny thing, though. He's yeah. like, he's like, we don't have money for the, uh, for the, to clean my anal, my dirty anal. But then he's like, but we'll do a nice-ass wedding. And I'm like... If you can't afford a $600 bidet, how are you going to pay for this beautiful wedding that your wife wants to have? No, I, I think you're reading it wrong. He wants to spend the money on the bidet, and I don't think she's letting him. While at the that same time, he's like, a new rug is too much. <laughs> See, if he was smart, this is where you have to use some tactics. I don't think Jahoon's got the, the smarts. You just got to let your ass get crusty as hell. Just real super dirty. And then be like, I don't know how to do it. And then she'll just succumb and be like, fine, get the bidet. Your ass is stinking up the entire apartment. Of course, your head went right there. I think the funniest part, the funniest uh, Jahoon anal um, quote was when they're sitting next to each other on the couch yeah. doing like the review of the, of the scene. And uh, this, this might have been when he said, you have a dirty anal. And she's like, no, I don't. And he goes, oh, <laughs> let me see it. <laughs> By the way, have they... Have they banged? Said, well, number one, she definitely got work done. You can see it now in this, this like when they do the, the look back scenes, you can see the work she had done. But do you think at this point, since, they, since she's been back in Korea, that they fucked, number one? That's the first part of the question. And number two, do you think that after they fucked, she criticized him and he cried, ran to his mother, and his mother just assured him that all Korean men are bad in bed? Uh, yes to both. I'm going to say yes to both also, probably. You'd imagine. Don't worry, Johan. All Korean men are drunk and terrible at sex. Your father, terrible at sex. Drunk, terrible, floppy weed all the time. And he's just like, she's true. It's right. You were conceived with a floppy dick, Johan. That's why you're such a pussy. No, the dad's probably like, whoa. Uh, that, and shut up. Shut up. <laughs> you take watching Singh. Have sex with me. Um, Awesome. Was and then, yeah, else? I, I mean, that, that basically all we needed for the show. They could have wrapped the show up there. Like, that's uh, eh, five well, minute I, episode, but we'll just show the rest, rest of the time's commercials, but you'll watch because that scene was so good. Wasn't that the they, first scene of the entire It was episode? the first scene, and then they came back to it when they're talking about the, uh, the wedding. And I, was, I thought it would be funny. If, that, was, uh, that was a preview of next week, I thought, the wedding. Well, oh, yeah, it was. But at the, I thought they talked about the bidet and then came back and they talked more about how she wanted the wedding. Whatever. But I think Jahoon should start a company about wedding bidets called Bidet Your Big Day. And it's just all about <laughs> having a clean asshole when you get married. He should just start, he a, make his money. He should start a bidet company now after this. If he doesn't, he's an idiot. And you call he just, shows up, an idiot. He, he just shows up with a squirt gun. <laughs> he's like, he's like he's oh, you need, the, you need the poop? <laughs> a super soaker hey. with vinegar. <laughs> he just passes around business card. Next time you take a poop, call me. Be there in five minutes. <laughs> I'll be there. Also, I have food for you. Ah, wash your hands first. Be the um, Uber, the Uber of bidets. Yeah, and then also I could help those things. Like <laughs> he transports one bidet downstairs. <laughs> Still got he just, shit. Stains he's just in carrying it. it up the stairs every single time. It's like sloshing all over. Where's your water hookup? Yeah, but also going back to Devin and this fucking rug. She's washing it in the in the tub and says no fewer than seven times. Ah, this water is so hot but does not turn the water colder. <laughs> she just continues to burn her feet. What is wrong with her? God uh, knows what kind of chemicals she dumped in there too. There's a whole bag of something she dumped in the bathtub where she's probably going to go wash her kids off after that. Oh, obviously. She's not the smartest, not the brightest bulb in the uh, <laughs> Why does Drusilla keep running into the street? And she keeps inhaling chemicals from the bathtub. <laughs> She's addicted. She's just like, <gasps> deep breaths. She runs Mommy, around and passes out. I need another bath, Mom. Another bath. You just had a bath an hour ago. I need another bath, Mom. 
Yeah, awesome. All right. Yeah, I don't have anything else on them. They, they, I, I hate they waited so long to give us our Jahoon fix. And I, well, again, is it them having a lack of material? But we know that can't be the case because Devin's trapped there during quarantine. Right. Yeah. So there must be fantastic. And plus, next week's, it seems like next week's episode is going to be fantastic because they're going to almost a drive through wedding. They're like, hey, you have an hour for your wedding. <laughs> Excuse me, what? Does that include the reception? <laughs> uh, probably. It's just like, come on in. There's, there's a just, buffet that they just, they, they're like, you may go through one time, you enter here, you exit there, no stopping to sit down. It's That's like awesome, um, at a baseball game where you pass the hot dogs down the aisle. Everyone's going to take their seat <laughs> for the wedding. Then there's going to be vendors that pass down the hot dogs to eat while they're getting married. <laughs> and then exit on your right, throw your trash out on the way. Honestly, Fishing. I would love that. It sounds like a fantastic time. And one hour, as long as they have an open bar, you can continuously kind of cycle through. I'd be in for that. All right, who's next, Rico? All right. Well, should we get rid of Kenny and Armando? Get rid of them? What are you trying to say? Wow. Wow. Dispose of them like <laughs> Kenny's dad would like to do. Oh, or, Armando, or Armando's dad. Armando's dad. I, I One thing I couldn't help laughing at. So they go to get, you know, like they're going to drive to get his daughter. And they drive up to the school, right? And I couldn't help noticing like, you know, Kenny gets out, Armando gets out. And these like three little girls run over. And I'm wondering if the teachers are looking and they're like, those gays are kidnapping all of our Mexican children. Like these kids pile in the car and they just drive them away. Well, so um, Armando's daughter's like, I'm so excited to be with Kenny all the time. Has she ever met him before? I think they had to have FaceTimed, right? Okay. I think, yeah, I think just FaceTime. Why are you so excited about this? It's not going to be that fun. You don't even know the guy. Just wait till right. you try to buy candy with him and he refuses to take any of it. You don't have like no idea what you're candy? saying. <laughs> yeah, you, they can't even talk to each other. She's just remember when we were candy and he's like, I don't I don't know, kid. No habla espanol, huh? Do you remember when we were coming back from the board or coming back from like Rosarita and uh, we were in the long line to get back in the US and Sam had lost his license and was not at all worried about getting back in the country with no identification. <laughs> But um, they were selling like these yep. the grossest popsicles. Yep, no demand. And I think Mark bought one. And what, what no, was it like? It a was hot me. sauce popsicle? It was, oh, it was me. What yeah. kind of fucking popsicle is <laughs> everybody, this? Everybody else got a good popsicle because we're just pointing at colors, and I put in an orange one, and they give it to me, and it was like spicy. It was literally like Tabasco frozen. <laughs> like it was. That's all the fucking thing was. So now. <laughs> We're sitting in this line for three hours, and I'm like, thank God, a refreshing popsicle. Ah! <laughs> I have nothing to drink. I now have nowhere to go to the bathroom. Just had this fucking hot sauce popsicle in my fucking mouth. It was horrible. What's wrong with the Mexican people? Yeah, fun border crossing. Yeah, it really was. But I will say that his daughter's cute. Her response was cute. You know, she's happy, great. I think uh, Kenny's kids are going to definitely bump her off, though, so she doesn't get any of the inheritance. He officially adopts her. Yeah, I don't think Kenny's spending any of the inheritance in Mexico. He can't possibly be spending more than like 50 cents a day to live where he's living, right? Can't be. Because they're not even in a big city center. Like, Are they I, living right on the ocean, though? They're, they're, well, where they're living looks nice, but it also seems like it's not very gay-friendly. Like, they had, you know, those guys are like, I have a couple of fags in Mexican. And uh, wouldn't you want to live to like close to a city like Mexico City or somewhere more metropolitan where they are accepting of you? Well, we already discussed this plan made no sense. Uh, apparently, Armando's thriving business and something required him to... Dog something? Be in that area. Wait, but how's... Well, yeah, what's Armando going to do? He can't, like, commute to do the dog thing, or is he going to do that? Well, if he's doing that, then why is it such a big deal that he's like, my father has to come out and say goodbye. Clearly, they're not. He's not still working there. Yeah, he's leaving. So he's not. He's not doing the dog thing. Then my father so he, didn't come out to say goodbye. But I'll try again tomorrow morning when I go to see him at the dog farm. Oh, do they work together? I did not know that. Well, I did not pick right, that up. There's like that weird compound they all worked in. Like his sister ran the crap station, the like whatever crap stand that sold probably fucking hot sauce popsicles. 
He worked <laughs> at the dog, the dog range farm daycare. I don't know what his dad does, but somewhere like they all worked right in that little okay. weird community center. Because that was, I didn't get that part at the end where Armada's like, is, is dad going to come out and say goodbye? And the mom's like, well, he's working. What the, what the, what the fuck is he doing? What kind of work? Be hilarious know, if it was gay porn. And uh, he just kept that, his, that was his, his dirty secret. Like my dad, <laughs> you guys, I think, I don't think, well, definitely not till this on this show, but the, your the dad line, works in gay hey, porn. Your dad works in gay porn. You don't porn? know this? I'll have to tell this on our other podcast too. Um, no, I, I, so it was a, a recession, right? And I come home from college. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. You got to do what you got to do. So I come from college, right? And it's late. I'm out. I was out drinking uh, with some buddies and I come home. And I go down to the living room and then the basement is like down next to the living room. And I hear like some noise from the, the downstairs basement. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. It's like midnight. What's going on? What, you know, who's down there? So I go downstairs and I see like my dad had his editing bays because he works in like production, editing, stuff like that. He had his editing bays down there. And I see on the, on the screens, like these three big editing screens, just hardcore gay porn. Just, you know, fucking and licking mustaches. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, what is that? What is this? And my dad, like, literally turns around in this big chair like a fucking supervillain. You know, it's like the slow <laughs> turn of the chair. And I'm expecting his dick to be in his hand. And I'm like, oh, no, here it comes, <laughs> literally. And uh, he just turned around with this, like, goofy smile. And he's like, times are tough. <laughs> he's like, I'm editing this gay porn. <laughs> and I was like, all right, well. I guess times are tough. I'm going to go upstairs now. <laughs> I'll see you later. <laughs> so that's, oh boy. that's that story. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> I like that the mom, like he brought up like their yeah, whole engagement. Like, there's a lot of really boring uh, emotional crap for a long, like they had the vast majority. Like of every show. episode with them. Yeah. Like every episode. But I like how, Armand is like, you know, I want a real nice wedding. And the mom's like, okay, so what if you didn't? What if you just <laughs> went to a guy? What if you like, I was like, what if you went did it in a cave under the ocean? <laughs> you could invite the crabs. Like she was like really talking him out of going and doing like, a real wedding. <laughs> what if you, you had didn't? a really small wedding? <laughs> yeah. But you don't tell anyone. That would be interesting. <laughs> What if you just do it in the middle of the desert and don't tell anybody? No <laughs> invites, no thank yous, no registry. I'll do the registry. Nothing will be on it. I'll handle that for you. Yeah, she was really not into uh, spreading the word on that. Yeah, I don't think the dad's going to be too excited about it either. Yeah. It's such a tough time coming out and saying goodbye. I don't think he's going to make the, the wedding. No. He did I, don't think, I don't think much of Armando's family is going to be at the wedding. I think it's going to be all he, Kenny's he, family. Yeah. He shook Kenny's hand, but it didn't look like he looked at it while he was shaking the hand. He was like, <laughs> head kind of down, like, ugh. Well, still, him. at least he came out. The mom hugged Kenny. That was good. Although, one thing I <laughs> I couldn't help, I was joking with the, my wife because she was in the room when I was watching it. Because I don't get to watch it with her anymore. I was like, banging these shows out for this uh, episode. But it was like the dad comes out. And, you know, it's this dramatic moment. He gets out of his truck and he is like Mexican John Wayne walks up all kind of slow and mythical. And then I just look at it. It cuts to Kenny, who's like waiting there in the anticipation to see if the dad's going to come up. And Kenny's just looking as gay as humanly possible, holding this yeah. weird, ugly little dog <laughs> with his thumb yeah. sticking out. Yeah. He's like, can't wait to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. He couldn't have... Uh... Straighten it up a little bit. Like, to, put the dog down. Or, yeah, I mean, you know, like, you know, be you, but it's just so funny. He's holding this fucking little super gay dog that just looks so retarded. That's so true. <laughs> the dad must have been like, that's exactly what I was afraid of. <laughs> it's like, uh. Hold the dog like a man. Hold the dog above your head. Put it in your pants. Yeah. Um, pretty funny. Yeah. Anything else? I got, I got nothing on them. I got nothing. Else. Nothing. All right. I think there was three really well. Jahoon was very interesting, but very short. Um, no. If I had to rank my three most interesting couples of the week, I think number three. But but a solid number three would be Cheddar and Melisa. 
Oh yeah. Well, I mean, they yeah they had a lot on this episode actually. I think it was very solid, very interesting. Yeah. Um, Melissa actually finally showed some fucking emotion towards the end of the episode because before she just seemed like a robot, and it's like she shows more it? emotion when it's like they're just her talking to the camera, like those you know scenes, like recap scenes. Then when she's talking to Cheese Stick, like when oh, she's God, talking to Cheese Stick, cheese it's stick. like nothing. If nothing, you look at yeah. that fucking doofy ass face, I can't. Can you imagine? I I like that the episode opened up with him. <laughs> like actually, that was hilarious. He's like, we <laughs> fucked Bob, which sickens me, by the way. And then the hilarious scene of her like, yeah, we did it. And it was good as usual. And the producer's like, oh, that's a compliment to him. And she's like, no, it's all me. <laughs> Do you catch that? Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Hilarious. He's even a bitch when talking about good sex. Yeah. And then also, I love that he went from being on the top of the world and then she's like, okay, well, that was some fun sex. Let's go for a walk. And, then, and I'll tell you about the dude I've been fucking up until a week before you got here. Uh, that was what I wrote Wait. down. I'm like, the time frame here. She's like, well, I stopped seeing him a month ago. And I'm thinking, well, at the beginning of the episode, she's like, we've been here a few weeks now. You, he's like, we've been here three weeks, and it's the first time we fucked. Yeah. She like, hasn't put that together yet, I don't think. He hasn't figured it like, out. He's basically packing to move to Columbia while she's Columbia. banging someone. Yeah. Or, yeah, wherever she was. She's like, he's uh, packing, but you should be packing me. Cheese Stick was out going shopping with his little uh, cat. cat. His, uh, what, what do they call it? A, uh, a call it when you have a pet that you, a comfort pet? What are they, what's the oh, name? Oh, a, uh, ah, damn it, Odie. I, I had it and you fucking brain fucked me. Anyway, he's doing, he's doing the shopping, holding the cat, being weird. And, you know, Melissa's just getting pounded at the exact same point in time. Oh, yeah. How funny would it be if Cheese Stick found out not only that Melisa was getting pounded by Colombian dick, but also that his cat was getting ca- pounded by <laughs> Colombian dick? <laughs> it would break him. Then he'd really have to talk mad. to his therapist. So, yeah. So the time frame, I don't think it makes Melisa look very good. Um, I understand yeah. that he cheated on her, but you're also he's also moving to Colombia for you. And clearly there was discussions. No one just moves to Colombia permanently without <laughs> discussing it with someone and she's like on the phone yeah 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 yeah. okay i gotta go gotta go get fucked <laughs> it's Hold pretty on. obvious that she was trying to hurt his soul i mean yeah to, yeah probably like he did can cheese so. have a soul can it i don't think it can. i think he has more of a soul than she does well he certainly fucking cries a lot i don't know if that's indicative <laughs> of having a soul but god damn it he's such a little bitch man it pisses me off like why like every time she tells him anything and i like that again it's like so funny top of the world to bottom of the fuck pile in in six hours for cheese stick but it's like immediately crying every time and if you're her you probably want like you know columbia i'm guessing has kind of like the machismo you know that's what's attractive manly men and to have this fucking fat loafy turd crying all the time is not going to get your panties wet Andy tells everything to his mom. He's doing like the FaceTime with his mom. No, He's that like, was his Whoa. therapist. Oh, that was his therapist? Yeah. Oh, shit. I missed that. Yeah. Well, that makes Apparently a little more sense. He has his therapist on call. That's <laughs> yeah. better than being his mom, I guess, but yeah. still. You know what would have been hilarious is if the producers told him that they're going to put him through to his therapist and then just use like old clips like that E-bombs world, you know, with Donald Schwarzenegger, oh, yeah. Fraser Crane. And they just clipped them together. Dr. Fraser Crane, what's your problem? So so wait, I got a question for the 90-day producers. So whenever you see, like sometimes they do the kind of the swerve where you're like, oh, uh, it's usually on before or the other way or whatever, where like that guy in Ukraine who went to Ukraine like 16 times. he's the best. Are you caught up on that yet, Odie? Uh, Wait, what? Went to Ukraine 16 times? No, it about? was like five times. He got stood no, up the David, first four times. David and uh, Laura, right? Yeah. How Ukrainian would I be caught up on that one? I haven't watched any of that. <sighs> then you're dumb. You're, you're an idiot. I thought we were going to do a special show recapping. It's, it's the best. That and the, David with his crazy nipple tattoos. It's, a, or, uh, it's not David, Jeff. Jeff. Oh, it's amazing. So the kind of the point of the story is the producers had – talked to her obviously had spoken with the girl that had stood him up a bunch of times because when he finally does meet her then they show a clip of her like the week before where the producers are following 
her along, going out with her friends. So they obviously had contact with her and knew who she was and, yeah. you know, just were following along for footage just in case. Well, if Cheese Stick is moving to Columbia in a week and they already are obviously know that they're going to be filming them, presumably the producers are also in Columbia at least a week before following Melisa around, following her around while she's dating someone. Where is this footage, 90 Day? Because this would be fantastic. I theorize, I theorize that the producer following her around was fucking her. Dun, dun, dun. It is it is interesting because there was no footage of Melisa and there was plenty of footage of Cheese Stick yeah. leading up to this. And we I remember us talking about it. We're like, why are they not showing her? Why are they not talking about her? Interesting. Oh, the producer just went down a hole of cocaine and Colombian prostitutes. You know never what? I have, He's now a drug lord. I have too much respect for those 90-day producers, though. They gotta be sitting on something to, maybe they're gonna save it for the reunion or the tell-all. It's like, <laughs> here's some never before seen footage. It's just, just her like head pounding <laughs> against a uh, headboard. Grainy, grainy infrared footage, like <laughs> night vision footage. Cheese six just look. Oh, I love it. His goddamn face, man. I swear. He's I, I don't, it, it, it just frustrates me so much seeing her, who is still, like, she's super hot, banging this dude who I don't, he doesn't offer anything intellectually, he's schlubby, he's ugly, he's a complete fucking pussy, and he cheated on her. What? Why? It's very confusing to me. I don't oh, get yeah. it on any That's level. why it's so fascinating. I think they're... I don't know. It doesn't make any sense at all, but it pulls you in. I think they're the most fascinating couple on this uh, on this show. That's a big statement. I don't know. Yes. Big, big, more than Brittany and Yazan. Should we say Brittany no, and Yazan? Yeah. Yeah. About- they're my number one most uh, interesting couple of the week. Because Ariella and Binion were pretty interesting this week. Yes, yeah, they, they were. were too. I don't know. This 90 day is picking up. I mean, I was kind of feeling down on it after contrasting it against what we saw with um, the last – what was the last 90 days? Yeah, we just happily watched? ever after. Happily ever after, which is freaking fantastic. Oh, yeah. But so, anything else on Louisa? I, I'm thinking, like, if Cheesestick had any self respect, this woman shows him nothing ever, yeah. ever. Just fucking leave. Man. Well, she, what is it? She who's fucked him gonna, once. What? That's all Cheesestick needs. He's done. He's locked in now. What's he going to move on to? Like, what, what, what are his prospects? Texas. Go home. Yeah, go home. He obviously could pick up someone at the bar in Texas. I don't know. Is that what he does? Is he a bartender? No, he works at a tech company. Remember, he was. she got mad. I liked, oh, my God, I forgot. This is one of my favorite lines. She was, he told her that she had, uh, he had flirted with people oh, yeah. at work, which, of course, yeah. is a sore spot since he had banged his coworker. But I like that she's like, he's like, what, you don't flirt? She's like, no, I never flirt. And I'm like, you just go straight to fucking? How does that work? <laughs> You're boning a dude. <laughs> that actually might be true, though, based on I her, think it uh, is true. I don't head. think she flirts. Yeah. She has no emotion. She has, I don't know, maybe she had emotion or personality at some point in her life. So and hot. Cheese stick fucking sucked it out of her, but she has no personality. Can you imagine? Melissa just comes up, points at you, and then just points yeah, at a that must be car back is. seat. Hot. I believe her, her, I believe her when she comes. says, talking about this other guy, it meant nothing to me. It meant nothing. I believe it, but nothing to her. She's dead inside. Yeah, no soul. Yeah. yeah. But yet, cheese stick means something. Mm. Sad world. I don't Sad. think he means anything to her either. Nothing <laughs> means anything <laughs> to her. What, what's going on? She's a fucking nihilist. She just she wants no to be on TV then? Is that, is it that simple? That, it's like Britney. But again, we can save them for last. Should we do Ariella and Binion? Yeah. Because I, 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 I'm passionate about Ariella right now. Passionate hatred like me? Yes. Me too. I hate her. Excellent. As a person who has never before witnessed the birth of a child, I have a hard time believing that all the women who give birth are such fucking, I don't even know what the right word is for Ariella. It was pathetic display of. I agree. See, you have to, because I I can actually bring some some, uh, actual experience to this. As as can I, but Odie, go first. A surprise C-section is Pretty, I mean, I'm not going to say traumatizing because, and of course they are in uh, Ethiopia. So it's a whole nother. I think that was really the key. I think she's, she's but, racist. Uh, I mean, that's, uh, that's what happened with, uh, with my wife when we had our, our daughter. I mean, it was, you know, we went in and uh, went to Nicole, Ethiopia. 
<laughs> Best we, doctors we, we flew. Find. Nicole was nine months pregnant. We flew to Ethiopia to have the baby, of course, as, as you do. <laughs> Can you hold it for 18 hours? <laughs> we had an we had an E section, was where an elephant just rips the baby out of you. E section for Ethiopia. I like ah! it. <laughs> Uh, there's a business idea the, there. We had the Ethiopian section. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Odie. And you import the cars too, right? Was that? Yeah, the, that's the idea. The Ethiopian pregnancy tours. You import the baby in the car and then the elephant rips it out of your body and you keep the car. Yeah. Or trade anyway, the car so, for the elephant. So like a, a, yeah, a surprise, a, a surprise uh, C-section. It's a lot easier on the, on the guy, obviously, because you're not getting cut open. <laughs> well, but to yeah. have like to find out like, bam, like you're not expecting to have like a surgery. Like, oh, by the way, we're going to cut you open like right now. It's like, okay. oh, okay. Understood. Understood. Yeah. Um, so a certain level of emotions to be expected. Yeah. So you get wheeled in there. And uh, I mean, Nicole did much better than uh, Ariella did. I would but know. I mean, I, I can understand her like freaking out. And maybe, I don't know if they made it more dramatic than it was. I don't think they did. Well, probably not. I don't um, think they did either. No, I don't. I didn't have a problem with her like being emotional, but at some point, you did point have to be time, knocked out though, which was uh, normally yeah. you don't have to be knocked out for a. You need to yeah. fucking get it together a little bit, like be a little bit brave, be a little bit strong. She was zero. You know exactly. And, That's what bothered me too. It just she. I found her to be, and, and again, you know, it's like three guys talking about giving birth, but. Yeah, it's like, look, my wife, that, we did that's not our, uh, that's podcast. our Saturday that's podcast, <laughs> we can, Oh, we, can, we should get uh, Gutenberg, Ted Danson, and uh, who's the other guy? Three men and a baby. I have no idea. Just get Steve Gutenberg. That's all we need. All we, we need is the goots. Guys. Give me the goot. But yeah. no, my wife, you know, she didn't have a C-section, but she was a fucking trooper. Just an absolute stone-cold trooper. I, I was amazed and, uh, and highly impressed by her. But Ariel is in there. And again, like you said, I, it's a stressful thing, but she was just like, like crying hysterically. Like no, 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 no. she was like a, a baby that didn't want to eat her fucking take her bottle. And it's like, look, you need to give birth to this baby. Like it could die. Shut the fuck up. Take the, uh, the drugs or whatever they're trying to give you. And like, they're trying to give her like drugs to calm her down. And even that she's like, yeah, horrible. And uh, <laughs> the answer to the question is Tom Selleck. Thank oh, you, Tom. Tom Selleck. How could I forget yes. the stash? Need to have Tom. All we need is Tom Selleck and the Goot. Just those two. Who's the third? Tom oh, Selleck Danson. and the Goot. We could actually solve the mysteries. Giving birth to babies in Ethiopia. That's the theme song. Ted Danson, come on too. We'll take all three of them. <laughs> I've got an <laughs> yeah, in with Ted Danson. <laughs> I could get to him. Uh, yeah. So I agree, though. Ariella, super annoying, and then also. You know, let me actually let me tell you this quick story. Um, so when my kid was born, you know, they want you to cut the umbilical cord. I did not want to do it. Really? And my, my wife was like, you need to do it. And I was like, ah, fine. It's disgusting. It's horrible. It's like it's like cutting a thick rope of licorice filled with blood. It's a fucking disgusting. And I hated it. And then on top of that, though, here's the really weird part. I had this weirdo nurse. We had a lot of great nurses, and yeah, you know, they're all great in the emergency or the uh, the birthing rooms. But this chick, like, you know, the placenta comes out, and the nurse like takes the placenta. Like, the baby's fine. We're all happy. She didn't offer her. you a bite. Is that the problem? Yeah, selfish bitch. No, she took the placenta over to the side table, and a lot. I guess you know, some people want to keep it to make into pills and tinctures, and I don't know, using witchcraft, whatever they're going to do with it. Throw, throw it on Tom Cruise's lawn. But she's over there poking through it, right? Like with a pen, like poking around. And she's like, oh, this is really interesting. You know, this has more than one of this thing and that thing. And I'm like, I don't fucking care. Throw it in the trash. You know, whatever. <laughs> Get it out of here. I don't want to see that bloody mass of goo. <laughs> Just stop fucking with it. It's like I expected her to like put her hand in it and be like, "It's me, placenta, the placenta puppet." Like she was going through it. It was so fucking weird, man. So weird. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't have an experience like that, but uh, yeah, sounds interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. anyway, but, problem uh, two. I, oh no, okay. I did want to say for cutting the umbilical cord, I, I didn't find it. Uh, I didn't find it weird. I don't know. I just did. This didn't, wasn't weird at all for me. And Nicole actually didn't even know I cut the umbilical cord for Ruby. And so we watched this episode together. She's like, oh, did you do that? Because she was, you know, being stitched up it. and everything. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. It was well, easy. Just just a snip. Just a I snip. was going to say, I liked how Binium, he, he was caught off guard 
by uh, having to do the, the birth that day. But thank God he was wearing his birthing pants where he could unzip them at the knee in case the blood really spilled out on the floor. <laughs> the fuck were those pants? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I thought he was wearing knee pads at the beginning. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> so getting in there, doing some carpentry, some plumbing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I was, I, any, I don't I know. Saw. It was a tense moment when the baby didn't cry at first. It was very tense. Yeah, yeah it was. I'm like they, but you know, like there's no way they're showing a stillbirth on TV, right? No, fucking horrible horror. Definitely, that would the scene would cut to black, and they'd be like, you know, just have words describing. So, yeah, yeah. But I felt for Binium. Binium is actually one of my favorite characters. Like, not favorite because he's not the most interesting, but I think he's like one of the nicest people Mm -hmm. on the 90 Day Universe. Yeah, he's a sweet guy, and like. I, you know, I was mocking him earlier because, uh, you know, I was like, stop banging Americans, Vinny, and they'll stop leaving Ethiopia. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I am rooting for him. He does seem like a sweet guy, dedicated. And, and again, I think his sister's a stone-cold fox, man. They were out buying baby clothes. They're like, hmm. Oh, I love that part. So the why I could watch them negotiate all day. They could just oh, have yeah. a binium negotiates buying baby <laughs> stuff all day. Well, what's the final price? They're like, that's my final price. So they're like, oh, well, the 90 is like 1200. So it's like, well, that wasn't your final price. <laughs> but so that, that was, that was baby great. tub. That was the final price. He's like, no, that's it. No negotiating. Yeah. Everything's cheap. I mean, I, here's my question, well, cheap by the way. For, cheap in a, uh, U.S. dollars, but it's like 12000 of whatever their currency is. Yeah. A little bit of inflation there. 12000 biniums. He's actually the prince of Ethiopia. They don't tell you that, but he is. Um, here's the other thing. Did you guys notice? I think I said this last episode, too. She's got no baby shit, right? And she's like, she's like, well, my mom's become my best friend. And she was supposed to bring all the stuff for the baby. I'm like, why don't you have a baby shower? Do you like, I really don't think she has any friends because she's an insufferable, annoying pain in the ass who has been traveling around, not having a job or, or uh, maintaining relationships except for uh, banging dudes. Why didn't her mom bring any of the baby stuff on her last trip to Ethiopia? Valid. Because her mom thought she was still able to get her to come back to the U S. Oh, that's true. She's holding over her head. She, she, she kept sending her pictures of the nursery. She's like, I'll send this over, maybe. <laughs> but maybe not. Oh, look how well it's set up in our house, though. It's huh. beautiful. Come yeah. over. Come, you can have give have birth uh, with our hairy-chested doctor. Yeah. The baby just gets caught in his chest area. He doesn't even catch it with his hands. And then I had this note. What the fuck is up with Binium's phone? Did he steal a 14-year-old girl's phone case? Like, it was the most glittery, sparkly phone I've ever seen in my life. The guy's That's a dancer. Who'd sell him a phone? Come He's on. A dancer. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Binium tries to call Ariella's mom, and he's like, I don't know. I bought this phone plan from Korea. And, and you just hear <laughs> from far away, you got your hood. <laughs> um, how about the baby name? That Ariella's suggestion is an awful, awful name. The awful. worst. Name. What is it like? A- Aviel? Possibly. Is it after it's supposed to be Ariel? <laughs> Aviel? What the? F- uh, that's what you call Avi for a nickname? No it's, to both. It's egotistic because her name's Ariella, and it's basically naming the kid after herself. Number one, and yeah, it is, and it's also the other than possibly Dove is the most Jewish name possible, and I don't think there's any talent agents in Ethiopia. So what this kid? What's this kid going to do with this name? It's a horrible name. Be a diamond dealer, and she has a problem with uh, Binyam wants Gabriel because she thinks, oh, he's going to be called Gabe. Gabe Kapler. So it's up to him if he wants to be called Gabe. What's wrong with that? Yeah, Yeah. nothing wrong with that name. And it's like I think well, it's super Christian is why she doesn't like it. By the way, without a doubt. But it's like I don't know. Pick some Ethiopian (laughs) name. Binyam too. Electric. They have. They stumbled out of the perfect name. Simba. They're calling him Simba. What the <laughs> fuck is the need to change? Keep him at <laughs> problem solved. I and if he's Simba, an idiot, you can awesome call him name. Simba Jack. No one will get that reference. Never mind. I take it back. <laughs> Especially not Odie. Maybe Rico again. I get from, it. From Tropic Thunder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen Tropic Thunder, but I don't get it. I don't remember that. Simba Jack. It's yeah. Ben Stiller's 
anyway, moving on. <laughs> not going to explain it to you, simple Odie. But, um, by the way, the fact that Ben Stiller has not been canceled for that movie yet. Oh, it's more Robert Downey Jr. He was the one in, in the uh, the blackface. But that's, that's, that's the thing. Is it's making fun of actors who do who would do that. I mean, he I don't think canceled. the nuance is – well, I, I think the nuance would be lost on most people watching that. Just I'm sure outrage. it would be. Yeah. yeah, probably right. Well, again, this is why I'm saying Soul Man. Watch it while you can see it. Probably not going to be around for <laughs> not much, much longer. Not much longer. Yep, Thomas C. Howell. Probably canceled. He was canceled well before now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. He was ahead of his time. Like, <laughs> you imagine if you're his agent and he calls his agent and he's like, he's like, Thomas, I, I don't know. Look, you've been canceled, man, for Soul Man. And he's like, was I canceled 20 years ago too? Because I haven't worked since then. <laughs> what an easy job being his agent. Except I guess you don't get any money. Probably a, ter- <laughs> probably a terrible agent. <laughs> well, and if you, you recommend should, him you to do Soul Man. You should reach out probably, to him. Like get get Thomas E. Howell on the show. Yeah, one of our other bring him on this show podcast. or bring him on your show, your other show. Well, I could see get if he's a, uh, an officiato of of uh, rebuilding Ironsides. Like, there yeah, you go. Does he like steamboats? He's like, <laughs> do you like steamboats? Do you like anuses? He's like, he's like, do you like I three love... men and a baby. Has, has he raised a baby with two other men before? <laughs> he's like, check, check, and check. He's like, I love rebuilding steamboats. I'll come on steamboat Willie, but one condition. I believe they did have black people on those boats, and I will be the black man on the boat. Uh, I still got my Afro wig from Soul Man. How do you say no to that offer? Sign me up. I don't know. It's uh, ironclad, as they say. Oh, Odie coming in with a joke. <laughs> for the, what is this, episode 23? Nice job, Odie. Right. Took me a while to think of that. He'll be back in, with another joke in three months. So. Just, waiting, <laughs> just waiting for the right time to, to sneak that in. <laughs> All right, can we move on from them? Because I'm getting tired. I'm losing steam. Uh, Rico, well, last you're going to really be pissed off when I take a pee break before we move on to below deck then. <laughs> you son oh, of a bitch. Oh, God, son of a bitch. All, All right, right, can we go to Brittany? The, you mean sure. the Brittany. The Brittany. So I kind of want to speak about the end first, um, and then we could go. Because I think the end speaks to what a horrible, horrible human being she is. Oh, it's a sure. scene from next week, for, for next week, where we found out – Yazan is got kicked out of his house. His dad fired him from All a fish horror, market. He doesn't have money to eat or sleep. He, he calls way, Brittany. What's he doing with his savings? What are you doing with your savings? I don't Actually, think he had that nice apartment. And as, that as my apartment wife pointed out, he could still sell his nice leather jacket if he had to eat. So <laughs> it's true. He could join ISIS. Throwing it out there. It's an option. He has nothing. He calls Brittany, who's chilling in like a fucking hot tub. Yeah. And like, what are you talking about? I haven't sacrificed anything. Homeless guy calling from wherever, Jordan, calling to his fiance who doesn't talk to him much because she's hanging out at a fucking pool in Chicago. Yep. It's just like, this sums up how much I hate her. And then did she hang up on him at one point when he's like, I've given up everything. Up her, but someone hung up on someone. Just probably she, it seemed like she hung up on him. Yeah, he's like, I, I've given up everything. You've given up nothing. Yeah, it is hilarious. She's like, she's like, what in the pool? Click. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't need to be hearing this. <laughs> Fucking. And I liked how his buddy Muhammad nailed it. Muhammad's like, look, man. And I, I don't get Yazan seems to love her. And I again, another relationship Why? I don't understand. Because Yazan, again, a very good-looking guy. I'm sure you could find other women that are attractive other than Brittany. He's, I think, lured in by the foreign uh, spices. I don't know. By her gigantic ass that we saw on the Instagram picture with a giant tattoo on one of her butt cheeks, which I was not aware of before. Well, I mean, are you surprised, though? Different strokes, I guess. Different strokes of the tattoo artist pen. But I like that uh, he's talking to Muhammad. He's like, I'm going out of my mind. Yeah, my dad kicked me out. He fired all this shit. I slept on the street for two days. I'm like, why didn't you call Muhammad before that? Yeah. yeah. Like, why, why are you sleeping on the street? Idiot. But yeah, it's like, if he doesn't have a credit card, you, like he doesn't have a credit card to get a fucking hotel room. What? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a weird, I don't know. Why, how much is his dad paying him? I mean, I, it's just, I don't know. I don't, it's all the a weird thing. It was very lucrative. The fish market prices, yeah. Well, that apartment he rented was so fucking nice, though, when she came to visit, though. Remember well, that he crazy He probably shit? used all of his money to try to get her happy. 
Probably. Because he knows what a high maintenance bitch she is. Yeah. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to make a great impression. And then she's going to come here. And then she's still fucking hemming and hawing about, is she going to convert? Yeah. Um, was, well, it this, was it this week's episode or last week's episode where she was talking to her mom and the mom's like, after court, you know, after all this is finalized, are you going to be honest with them? She's like, that was last week. I don't know. Yeah. No, she's a piece of fucking shit. And, and of course, this week, I still don't believe, I don't know, I half believe it. You know, the court system, I don't know, maybe the fi- maybe the papers didn't get filed. It does seem insane that she, that she would be summoned back to go to court and then not have papers filed. I still think somehow she fucked this up and didn't file them on time or didn't do something, but whatever. So they're not there. So now she's just, is my screen freezing? Now she's just hanging out in Chicago for weeks on end and perfect intent to stay there until this thing's resolved. And I get that she doesn't want to go back without the paper sign, but it also seems to me like she's never going to go back. So now is probably a good time to say that my internet cut out, as you will hear, but this is a great time to remind you to subscribe to this podcast, to share this podcast, and also to join us on Facebook at Bravo and Beer. We have a lovely place you can share your thoughts, share your feelings, share your memes, whatever it might be. And if you would be so kind, give us a five-star review on iTunes, because we're trying to grow this bastard. All right, here we go. All right, so... Where did we leave off? That was super. Well, we were talking about Brittany. Um, and then how, I don't know where you dropped off. We were talking about how she flew from Jordan. She didn't bother to call the court to see what the, the summons was about. She just assumed this is the final. We're going to finalize the divorce. How about you make a phone call before you fly halfway across the world? Yeah. Well, she how about you call your, your lawyer? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, doesn't she have a lawyer? I thought so. Even if you don't call the fucking court, be like, what is this about? What do I need to come for? Yeah. Call someone. It's idiotic. It's the dumbest thing. And then if you find out when Yazan's talking that she had been gone for three weeks. Yep. I didn't realize she was going to be gone for that long. How long was she even in Jordan for in the first place? Like a week? Two weeks? Yeah. two, Two to three weeks at most in Jordan. And now she's gone. And well, again, she's, I think, literally never going to leave Chicago. I mean, I guess she has to come back at some point because we saw that clip of uh, his dad threatening to kill him. But at the same time, yeah, she's just going to wait it out. What? And, and for a new court date? Like, how long does it take to get a new court date if that's what she's Couple waiting months, for in Chicago? Easily. And there's no guarantee that once she has a new court date, that's going to be the final court date. They schedule yeah. these, like, I don't know if she's had mediation. Generally, the judges will s- try to schedule some type of thing where, you know, the parties come together, try to get, well, the guy got deported. Her oh, ex-husband or yeah, I guess I can't whatever is out of the country. So mm, yeah, how that works. Yeah. I guess you can't really have mediation in that situation, but anyway, you know, she, she's just such a fucking idiot. Well, like how her sister knew more about being a Muslim woman than Brittany does. It's like Brittany went over there and she's like, oh, I got tequila. Let's get let's get in a bikini. And her sister's like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you might want to be you, but uh, I don't think Brittany's going to do too well as a Muslim woman. It's different over there. It's like, thank you, sister, who's not a I complete fucking idiot. Everyone knows that in the world except for yeah. Brittany. It's interesting Clearly. how, like, you don't normally see this in, like, divorced families where it seems like the sister was raised by the mother and Brittany was raised by the by the father to some yeah. extent. Oh, maybe it only happens in the parent trap. <laughs> oh, black parent trap. Maybe, maybe that was Brittany and her sister's plan, but they were too stupid <laughs> to pull it off. <laughs> and also not interest. twins. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> they like, they're trying to be twins. They're standing back to back. Like who's who, who's who jumping back and forth. They're like, you're a foot taller you're <laughs> <go> with me. <laughs> yeah. Her dad seems yeah. like such a nice guy. Maybe he, I, Probably what happened was the mom was probably more of like the taskmaster and uh, the dad was more of the pushover and she was just daddy's girl. And he just, that was it. Like he seems seemed like, like such a sweet mom, guy. The, the dad seems nice. The mom seems like she has some common sense to her. Yeah. You know, she's like, well, well I think we they about. all have more common sense than Brittany. Yeah. That's they uh, seem normal. They seem normal. Yeah. Like when she's talking to her mom, her mom's like, hmm. mm. you sound like you're kind of full of shit. 
<laughs> you know? That was my favorite part of last episode where she's like, so are you going to tell him the truth? <laughs> Do you think you might have done something different? And Brittany's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And mom's like, so you realize mm. this is all being recorded. Is it going to play? And everyone's <laughs> yeah. going to see it, right? <laughs> like our old family's just like, what are you thinking? <laughs> oh, such an idiot. I, I like how later in the episode, so we're, we're jumping all over their part, but you know, Yazan's talking about how the dad's like, yes, they think she is lying and doesn't really want to marry me and won't convert and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, yep, daddy's right, right. on that one. Correct. Right on that one. Right <laughs> on that one. <laughs> and then this chick is literally ruining his life. Yeah. Ruining his fucking life. And he hit the nail on the head, though. <laughs> she doesn't give a shit. She's a no. self-centered piece of fucking garbage. She does not care that he doesn't have money. She doesn't care that he doesn't have whatever. She wants him to pay for all this shit. She doesn't give a shit about him. Like at no. what point at what point has she shown any sympathy to his point of view and anything he's going through other than to be like, you need to stop doing that, whatever. I'm not gonna do that. Like it she's shown zero ability to to uh give in any way or even see anything from his point of view. Sometimes you just want to shake people, right? It's like shake his on, like, what's your problem? Wake up, man. Snap out of it. <laughs> the hell is that from? I don't, it was from American Dad, that they were referencing something else. Was it like Moonstruck or something? Oh, maybe. Cody's yeah. favorite movie. Oh, never, never seen it. Never seen it. Weird. A mo- oh, yo, by the way, can I just talk about this? Enrico, you probably didn't see this, but fucking Odie. I'm on Facebook the devil's lair and Odie of all goddamn people post this stupid bullshit status. You know, that people post around and he's like, Hey, my movie buff friends, I need movies that start with G name one, but don't make sure it's not a repeat. And then I'll send you a thing to repost it. And I'm like, Odie, you've seen four fucking movies in your life. <laughs> I, I and three of seen... them were top gun. You didn't realize were the same movie. <laughs> I have seen more movies than most people. The problem is in what that Jordan compared, it's all about being, <laughs> yeah. you know, contrast and people compare me to, to you guys. To most people. Oh, yeah. Do. He's comparing I mean, himself Brian, to the Bushman and fucking Brian has seen Africa. literally every movie that's been made. That's not true. I'm just a learned man who knows about things. I had a father who loved me. We watched movies growing up. We went, we watched, we went hunting. Oh, we went there's a movie that begins with G, gay porn. Ah, that's not a movie. That's a, that's a category. They're actually, that probably was, the first gay porn was probably just called gay porn. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, what should we call it? Men about town. And they're like, well, let's not confuse people. Just call it gay porn. How, how old were you when you saw <laughs> when you had this uh, gay porn experience with your dad? My, my gay epiphany? My gay porn epiphany? Uh, oh, I was at least I was I I was coming home from the bar, so I was at least uh, twenty one. I think maybe it was after I was after I was done with college. I was living at home. I think that's probably what it was for like six months before I moved to lovely Los Angeles, where my lights are. You were like, well, guess what, Dad? I'm moving to California. That was the next, <laughs> next day conversation. How, how shitty would it have been for my dad? Nothing against the gay people. You know, if you're no, gay, that's course, fine. Of course. But how funny it would be my dad's like, you got to do what you got to do. And I was like, speaking of, <laughs> guess what, Dad? <laughs> and then I'm like, wait till scene six. <laughs> what is this? Ass bang ranger mustache uh, pilots five? Just you wait. I'm great in this one. A joke so good, stunned silence. Follow it. Don't worry. All, all, right, the, li- all the listeners were laughing so hard, they didn't even notice the silence. I would agree. Oh, oh, I had this note. Um, that Yazan, at the end, was like, maybe for the first time. I And I like how Yazan's kind of like humble bragging. He's like, I always thought I was... The smartest, the best, couldn't make a mistake. And then he's like, but I think I might be wrong about Brittany. And I wrote down that he's been red-pilled and that he was in the titty matrix. I think he was hypnotized by the Instagram, honestly. I think he uh, got a hold of her Instagram account and it was like, oh, he he keeps like, I'm going to marry this girl. Well, they said she is like the three quarters of the picture. Well, by intention, I'm sure. Anyways, all right. Let's Moving move on. on. Below deck. Let's yes. below deck it. 
All right. So I I didn't love this episode. There were some you good did it parts. Nice. You did it there nice. was wait it was number one problem, too much Hannah. Way too yep. much Hannah. Least interesting person. Most I don't know. She's not particularly likable. Before no, we get not. before we get into that, can we just talk about who wasn't on the show and uh get to yeah. that part? <sighs> yes. Pete. We did not see Lara. Did not see Lara. And I, I just want to say, first of all, I know we have listeners out there who want Pete to come on this show. We would love to have Pete on this show. The invite is still open. Um, I did reach out to Pete on Instagram, and he replied. Uh, you know, I said we have a Bravo and Beer show reviewing uh, reviewing the season, and you know, I know that you know us watching this show. There's got to be some great you know stuff from from you left on the cutting room floor that's out there. And he responded. He said he has to decline the invite. But yes, there's a lot of stuff that was left out. Sad. Just sad. I want to see a reunion show that is just Pete and Lara. So, Odie, your reply messages, that's cool. What bar do you hang out? We have a friend who will talk to you for hours and become your best friend soon. So, <laughs> is that me? Yes. <laughs> what random dude would you rather talk to at a bar than the unit? Oh, I, I, I'll unit it up. Doesn't I'll, Pete uh, live in Tampa? No. Oh, does he? I just assume we can. We could kill two birds in one stone. We could hang out with Charlie and Pete. Oh, yeah. In Tampa. I'm down with it, man. Count me in. But yeah, well, I would. WrestleMania may be in Tampa again next year since it didn't happen this year. So if it is, I'm buying a ticket for Pete. I'm going to leave it at the will call like Ricky Bobby does for his dad. <laughs> And uh, hopefully he shows up. Just send him an Instagram message. Got a ticket for you. It's that will. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I bet he comes. If that is, if that is the scenario, I bet 100% he shows up. Just All right. Well, 100%. Um, we never found out. Do we find out who babied Hannah? I was, I was really hoping a Kiko reveal. He'd be like, I'm the father. No, the it was kind of funny when uh, Sandy was talking to like, um, Hannah's living her dream. She's always wanted a baby and a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> you put it, like, oh, yeah. Well, on that part, made... it's actually Tom. Tom was coming into town before getting out of the boat <laughs> and just knocked her up real quick. <laughs> well, I, I would like to Hannah... make it... a uh, side note. Well, was I the only one who thought Malia looked super hot? Oh, smoke show. Smoke yeah. show. Way I think she's, than- she's advertising that uh, she is single and ready to mingle. This but is her Tom Tinder. She was, not sing- she was not single there. Tom, they were still together during the recording of this. Uh, yeah, and the weird, the weird thing, some weird stuff's going on. Every time the camera, like when Malia wasn't talking, but she was on camera, she was just like cracking up. So I don't know. Tom's in the room. There. They show yeah. previews of next week's episode. He's probably just pulling his and dick it, out and he's, you know, being yeah. on. Jeffrey He's in Tubiner. the room with Malia, so I'm assuming the the uh, reunion is like current, right? Isn't it? They're, no, no, they're filming they, that. They tape it way. They yeah, tape it was it recorded over a month ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah, was it? Yeah, because the one after show, Andy Cohen had Malia on, and uh, and she's like, "Yeah, Tom and I broke up." Blah blah blah, and he's like, "Oh wow, we just recorded the reunion. You guys were all oh. over each other." So. Uh, but yeah, well, she looked super she looks hot. Very good. Oh yeah, and uh, oh, now I lost my train of fucking thought. Well, we're oh. talking about Hannah. Hannah, go back to Hannah. Number one, do you guys really notice her eye blinking all weird? Like she'd be talking, her eye just started like skitzing well, she out. She got like, like the uh, what show is that where when the person lies, they start twitching. There was like some. It wasn't. I don't think it was Seinfeld. I don't know. There was some sitcom where the person lies and they twitch it might have been seinfeld actually i think so i think Maybe. it's hannah because i think she's constantly lying and and sandy's like well or she asks sandy's like well why didn't you trust me sandy's like because you're a liar <laughs> good good answer it's like, well, like oh, that hannah was also like she's like i don't think sandy liked me because i didn't want to make my life about yachting i'm like why would sandy give a flying fuck if you want to make your life about yachting why would she yeah. care in any way as long as you're doing your job? Yeah. She's like a, the old school football coach. You got to, you got to, this got to be your life. Can't yeah. have anything outside of this. It's got to be for the love of the yachting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, How about I, you sucked at your job, Hannah? Yeah. Well, you know, it would have been nice. I, again, 
I missed Pete. They got into the Pete bashing early. I missed Pete because I know Pete would have come on the show and immediately been like, hey, Hannah, got some pretty big prego tits there. <laughs> and it would have been amazing. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was interesting. They actually admitted, yeah, we talked to Pete after that post. The horribly racist and sexist post. Yep. that I, I've never seen, so I don't know. I still haven't seen it, so I'm starting to re- reg- regret like commenting and defending Pete. Like I should probably look at this post, but I think I found you it. You guys and talked it was about definitely... it. It was like a black. It was like a. You said it was a black girl, like a, a yeah. BSM. Or it was yeah. It? it was something. Uh, it was BSM. a black chick BSM thing. It was definitely something you should not be sharing on your public Instagram. I don't. I don't really care who you are. You probably shouldn't share. But they. I thought they were almost back door defending him because they're it sounded like, like they were they're like he just doesn't think and it's like yeah. yeah okay well if he doesn't think he's just an idiot being an idiot doesn't make you racist or sexist then why is he not on the show idiot like he's like yeah i'm sorry and they're like well it just he doesn't seem to get it it's like okay that was his fucking charm his cluelessness <laughs> right so that doesn't make him racist he just did something stupid without thinking if they wanted to do things like buy the book, not that I would agree this, I don't want any of it to be by the book, but you know, they should have canceled Hannah too. And she shouldn't have been invited back either because she broke the law and she had THC on the boat. Oh my God. And she was taking Valium without a prescription on the boat. So why is Hannah allowed back on? But Pete's not. Doesn't make he any didn't sense. He break the law. He broke the moral code. Yeah, he, he right. didn't break any laws. So the one's worse than the other. You can't, you can't be offensive to people. That's, yeah. that's a bridge too far, Odie. You can, yeah. you can lie about, uh, <laughs> and I guess this is the end of the episode. I don't know if Hannah will somehow spin it that it was CBD and not THC. But when they're, they're like, yeah, well, we have the manufacturer of this product. Contact us and say, oh, that's certainly not a CBD pen. That's the THC pen. So. Good, good sleuthing gumshoes. Well, they, they already they showed a clip at some point that I saw where Hannah's like, well, you can put anything in a THC pen. So she's saying that she Math. put CB, she put CBD <laughs> into the THC. No way she did that. No way she's <laughs> not, she's not buying her own freaking CBD and putting <laughs> it in. A grinding THC it in pen. the bottom it's of the ridiculous. boat. She set up a little yeah. thing on the engine that Why engine would you oil just comes buy the out. CBD pen? How much could that possibly cost? <laughs> Exactly. Like it's too much money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was way too much about Hannah. There was way too much about this fucking laundry. Like, yeah, I don't care. That I don't know about that. Better laundry Who talk. Cares? Why? Who fucking gives a shit about laundry talk? Unless uh, I was wrong. Just was spunking in it. Yeah. Well, apparently they hate each other, which that's going to be great next week. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this episode there wasn't was very like much Alex water. or Bugsy. No, Alex was great just in that he uh, drank a bottle of wine in the first half of the show. Good job. Alex, still the best. He had the sea hag teeth. I always tell my wife, when she drinks red wine, she looks like a sea hag. He had that going on. Um, and then there was like two segments on Kiko. Like, yeah, yeah how, much, how many times are we going to talk about it, the nachos? It was really bad. Well, they're well, going to move. Least, they're going to move Kiko out and move Tom in for the next one, I would think. Right, but they didn't have to yeah. devote two segments to him. Yeah. I mean, well, this is where I want to see the Rob the... and Jess drama. <laughs> yeah, but oh. that's safe. They know that's what everybody wants to see. They're saving that for sweeps next week. Kiko at least got his due of like, yeah, I don't know. She told me to make this shitty food. And Hannah, they asked her like, Hannah, should you have taken responsibility for telling him to make this awful shitty meal? And she was like, well, yeah, I mean, you know, I could, but <laughs> then, I, then I'd be at fault. It's like, Yeah. Exactly, you fucking asshole. You would be at fault for throwing Kiko under the bus and getting him fired for making the most horrible meal ever. I don't know what Andy Cohen was doing. What? How do you not ask the question, in what world do you go to Vegas and get shitty nachos and chicken wings? <laughs> Where is that, how is that your concept of a Vegas meal? Even like the cheapest buffets. I mean, you get freaking yeah. lobster, crab yes. legs. I mean. Yes, that's Vegas. Prime rib, lobster, crab leg, shrimp. Unless you're at the midnight buffet, the Double Down Saloon. In that case, it's chicken wings, and that's it. <laughs> Kiko's not working there. 
If you are in Vegas, check out the Double Down Saloon. I don't know if it's oh open God. right now, but it's don't, amazing. Don't. The best sure it's place open. in sure. the world. Get the ass juice shot. That's what we yeah. should do on this show. I don't, I, I don't really have anything more. Oh, the, the whole thing, actually, going back one note, the whole Hannah room thing still pisses me off. That she's still, she's like arguing with the captain about the, the rooms and how she was right and not switching rooms. And it's like, Sandy is like, look, figure it out. Why the fuck do I have to get involved in this stupid bullshit? Hannah, I still think, was being an absolute jackass to not switch rooms and just room with bugs. Yeah. To let two people that are dating room together. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. She's a bitch. Um, I guess the other thing that we didn't mention is uh, obviously Lara wasn't on the show. She declined the invite because she didn't like the way the show portrayed her. Like mm. trying to think what possibly could they have <laughs> cut out that would have made you look good. Right. Every other I mean, scene she's really making people collages, friendship bracelets, collages. <laughs> she's, she's throwing buckets of glitter on people like Rip Torn. Yeah. yeah. Like, Who wants totally, a foot massage? I totally forgot she didn't get fired and just left the boat. Yeah, at six in the morning after going out drinking. Oh, she had that. And then yeah, refused to go back for right night out luggage. with Pete. Pete and Laura were bonding. Pete was like, "Oh, I'm going to show her my de- dead dog's ashes tomorrow. I can't oh, wait." Yeah. Wakes up, she's gone. <laughs> Dad, poor Pete. Uh, what, that, see, that would have been a great part of this reunion show to yeah. ask Pete like so what did you think when you went to go see Laura and you found out she was gone huh? we work? could well, do the I, reunion show I right jerked here jerked off Pete, into my Laura, own sheets and then I went to work could bring <laughs> them on here and but they won't do it they won't do it unbelievable so, really yeah. I could see saying no to Andy Cohen I cannot see saying no to us absolutely not ridiculous, ridiculous. Sad. All right, any final thoughts, Jim? Uh, should we wrap well, this up? Let's wrap it up. It was a nice, cool hour and 20-minute show. I, I'm super excited to get to get get to go to bed early tonight. Yeah, this is better than usual. All right, better well, Rico, week. take us out. Don't fuck Why your do mic I always up have this to time. Take us off. You do the best job. Best you do the best job. <laughs> Every time his mic cuts out. Every oh, well, big time. Bomb. Oh, there it is. God damn it, Rico. I think you get too close to the mic. (laughs) Nope. Bravo. Nope. Just keep your head in the same position and do it. The whole show, it doesn't cut out. But Okay. Should I do it again or have I done it enough? Obviously, you have to do it one more time, but don't lean your head into the microphone like you're trying to suck it. (laughs) Why does it cut out? It's like God hates you. <laughs> maybe maybe doesn't like the my pitch of the voice. My pitch. Bravo, of the Bing Bong. There we go. Fine. Boom. All right. Later, losers. See ya. Who is that dance next week?